Welcome to Listen In. My name is Stephanie Gates Sloan, and I want to invite you to listen in on conversations I have with my friends as we discuss engaging college students with the gospel. Today is Saturday, April 25th, 2020. And I have had to walk through uh, some of the hardest months of my life in the last year. I have dealt with sickness. I have been confronted with um, things with my health that doctors can't fully explain. There are things that have happened and are, are continuing to happen that we don't understand why. And then you fast forward and we get into a pandemic we get into not only has my fall semester looked so different just because of what i could and couldn't do during the season because of what my body would allow me or wouldn't allow me to do and now we step into the spring where i'm hoping we're going to start to get back to normal and this has been anything but normal in fact not only have we had this pandemic but right before that started um, I had to walk through losing a very close friend just because of some complications within the friendship. And then less about two weeks later, um, in the middle of March, my brother passed away. And so here we are in this pandemic. We're being told, don't leave. Work looks different. School looks different. And now I've just experienced a loss. My younger brother, who was two years younger than me, had just died. And in all of this year, I've wrestled with suffering. What is it? What's the purpose? And what is God doing in it? And not too long ago, I picked up a book by uh, Paul David Tripp, and it's just entitled Suffering. And there have been a couple of things that as I started reading that have really stood out to me. And I think I have the opportunity to enter in into this space as someone who has been wrestling with what can God do with this season in my life? And some of the things that stood out to me in this book um, are this. So Tripp writes, you cannot go through things like this. And this to me is a pandemic having to walk away from someone who's been a part of my life for a very long time, the loss of my brother. And also I'm getting married on May 3rd and we've had to reschedule the wedding to July. But instead of having this big event that we had planned, I'm now getting married in my backyard with 10 people. And so in all of this, so just like I was saying, you cannot go through things like this without wondering what God is doing, and without at least being tempted to doubt his wisdom, his goodness, and his love. You see, Tripp goes on to write, I've not been left alone to deal with hardship on my own. My Savior has been with me, for me, and in me. And he works to take very bad things and produce them very, through, and produce through them very, very good things. And so as I sit here and I'm wrestling with, God, what are you doing here? How do I find you in the midst of my grief? How do I find you when I'm dealing with isolation because we cannot do what we normally do? We can't be around the people that we're normally around. 
And how do I walk through the death of my brother? And so what I want to do is I want to read to you what I wrote and shared at his funeral. And the whole thing I was wrestling with was the only hope I had was my hope that was in the gospel. And so I took that opportunity to not only be preaching to myself, but to present the gospel and to point everybody who was there to Jesus. And so I want to just take this time to read to you the gospel proclamation that I made to myself in the midst of my suffering on the day that we buried my brother. This is a time when it would be easy to be hopeless. So I want to share with you where I get my hope. Sickness and death remind us that the world is not as it was meant to be. Genesis chapter 1 tells us that as God created the world, he saw that it was good. God's description of good has a different meaning in the text than what we associate with that word today. Here, good means perfect and without brokenness. Two chapters later, we see that with original sin, the perfection of God's original design of perfection was destroyed. And at that moment, everything changed. When God created man, he created him in his image, which is called the Imago Dei. You see, the world was good, but to God, mankind was very good. This means we are the prized creation, the one that receives God's affection and love. We are not just created bodies, but most importantly, just like God, we have souls which cannot die. At creation, the world was perfect. There was no sickness. There was no death. And Genesis chapter 3 tells us that this changed when Adam and Eve chose their own desire of knowledge over trusting God. They thought they knew better than God. And in that moment, the perfect relationship they'd experienced with God was fractured. And that fracture is still felt today. We see this brokenness, this fracture, displayed in sickness, selfishness, pain, pride, war, hate, and our own personal sin. This term sin began in the sport of archery, meaning to miss the mark. The sin of man is anything that misses the mark of obedience to God. It occurs when we color outside the lines of the boundaries that God has designed for our good. Just as every bad act in society has a consequence, sin is also accompanied by consequences and discipline. But God. God did not leave us dead in our brokenness. This is where we get to see the goodness of God, especially in seasons and days like this. He sent Jesus, who was fully God and fully man, to provide an opportunity for restoration to himself. Jesus did what we couldn't do. He lived a perfect life, died a death that was meant for us, was buried and then rose again. Those two words, but God, change everything. God understands how it feels to lose a son. He sent Jesus to take on the consequences for when we, for when I, miss the mark. Romans 6.23 tells us that the wages of sin is death, 
which means that death exists because of sin and brokenness. But God, God offers us the free gift of life through Jesus' death. Death did not defeat Jesus. He rose again. 1 Corinthians 15 tells us that he is the first to be resurrected, brought back to life three days later, and God provides his children that same opportunity, a promise of everlasting life with him. So again, death does not win. I do not have the words for how this week has felt. Jeff and I lost a brother. And my parents lost a son. Pain and sadness continue to be present. But God is with us even in this. Where God is, there is hope. Our hope is found in the promise of resurrection through Christ. Death does not win Death has been overcome and defeated through Jesus Christ. This hope and promise of resurrection is offered to those who believe that Jesus is God, yet came to earth, lived a perfect life, and willingly chose to die on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins. When he died, all the ways we missed the mark died with him. And when he came back to life, death was defeated. In this moment of sadness and grief, I want to ask you, do you believe this about Jesus? Do you believe he offers us hope that cannot be found in this world? Have you allowed Jesus to become your savior? If not, as we are confronted with brokenness and death today, I pray that you would consider where your hope comes from. I know that hope is found in the grace of God given through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus. And just as Jesus was sent to the world to walk among men, God is here with us now, providing peace and comfort in our pain. In Psalms 34, 18, God promises to be near the brokenhearted and to save the crushed in spirit. I am a brokenhearted and crushed sister, Yet I find hope in God because death has been defeated through the love and sacrifice of Jesus Christ, my Lord. The day that I read this, it was accompanied with tears. But as I looked out to my family and the few guests that could be there, my hope was that they would know hope. My prayer was that God would not only provide peace and comfort to them, but that he would be my peace and my comfort. And so as we continue to walk through the unknown, as we are continuing to face days that look so different, I hope that you ponder and you think, what is God doing with this? I want to end with one last quote from Tripp's suffering book. And it says this, God is the one who not only comforts you, but produces beautiful things in you and through you out of what you didn't invite into your life and don't really want in your life and out of what doesn't seem good at all. So friends, what are those things that we didn't invite? 
What are those things that we don't want? And what are those things that don't seem good at all? How do we lay them before the Lord and say, I know you can make this good. That doesn't mean that I will ever view the death of my brother as good. But I do believe the Lord can take that and continue to move and work in my life so that I can see and know more of him. And so, friends, as we walk through unknown days ahead and as we think through suffering and as we think through hope, I pray that you would remember that we are not alone, that God is with us, he is for us, and that he works to take very bad things and produce through them very, very good things. If you would like to continue this conversation, you can contact me at stephaniegatessloan.com. The music was created by my talented friend, Vince Romanelli. Thanks for listening.